Talk Recorded live. Good evening. It is 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is up close and impersonal. A-U-C-A-I. This is Nigel at Bogolosity. Um And the Dairyland Don. Don, are you there? I am. What was that whole thing where you turned into an old school rapper and you started throwing <laughs> out letters? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. It's just like I had a bit of a. I don't know. I'll do it again. A little bit of hibbity hibbity hip hop to start the show. I like that. That's that's how we're gonna rock from now on. That's what we're gonna do from now on. (laughs) Oh yeah, we're another. We're we're going. We're going back and forward at the same time. Yeah, it's just kind of like an evolution. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) or something. We don't need no Um, water. Let it burn. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Yes, let's do it. Uh, exactly. Yeah, that must be lyrics to something. Good. So, um, now our guest tonight is uh, Cortronic, uh, also known as Corey. Good evening, Corey. How are you doing? I'm. Uh, I've been better, but thank you for asking. Unfortunately, no, I'm nursing yeah, a cold sick, right? tonight. Yeah. Um, so I'm apologies sorry. to people if I cough or seem lethargic or fall asleep during the call. Okay. Well, no one else has ever apologized for falling asleep during it, but thank you very much. It's very nice. Yeah, I'm off to a good start. Yeah. yeah, you also have two little ones who are sick, also, don't you? Yeah, yeah, the oh, whole so fam dam. Oh man, I'm this so is sorry. Yeah, this so is the want... most contagious podcast we've done. So if you're listening, yeah. you might want to put on a surgical mask. <laughs> so you, day so quill. yeah. So your podcast home, comes with warnings. You're at home and you're sick. You've got two sick children, and you've been left alone. I hear to deal with them. I've been left alone. Yep. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, let's power through. Let's do this. Right. Just right yeah. on. This exactly <laughs> from a man here to promote his awesome lifestyle. This is what I. Oh, expect. you are, aren't you? Yeah. Now tell us about your awesome lifestyle, Corey. Where, where does where? Do, where do, <laughs> I don't. We've only got an hour. Well, don't don't put him on the spot right now. Let the show right. evolve. Right. You don't. Okay, yeah, don't so tell it up front. Get on. Let's get How is the weather where you are at the moment? <laughs> Wow. Cold? Uh buy me a drink first. <laughs> Josh, well, yeah. Okay. Um Well no, but you did but you did say about an or come on. So tell us what well, what do you want to tell us? Tell us um tell us where you reside. Because I don't know if because when you're dealing with Twitter it's it's you know, I know where you live because I've been to see you. But right. tell tell the uh tell the viewers. Been to my house. Um well, if you look at my profile on Twitter, it'll say Los Angeles, and I do, I did mm-hmm. live there. All right, it's not like I made that up, but I don't live there now. Um, I oh. live in, uh, I live in Pennsylvania right now. In the capital, right? What's that? In the capital. Yep, yep, in the Harrisburg area. So, in that, do we, yeah, isn't one of your many homes in Pennsylvania? <laughs> no, it's not one of my many homes. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> No, it's not one of my many homes. No, no, no. I, I own, I own the house. I, I got the houses either side of Corey's one, but not his one. Um, yeah, flanked, flanked. <laughs> thank you. Um, but now, were you born in that area? Were you born in the Harrisburg area? No, no. My wife was. Oh. My wife, who uh, many of you may know, is at behind your back. In fact, I'm just a lot more comfortable being referred to as at behind your back's husband. So that's. I'm not familiar with this person. <laughs> are, they, are they on the Twitter? What is she like? What is she like? Okay. That girl? I think she's on Twitter. I think so. Okay, I'm a, you know what? I'm going to search her and see if I can find her right now. <laughs> find her. She's on a laptop we... a lot, so she's got to be doing yeah. something on her. 
Uh, but yeah, she's very from well. here. She's from Central Pennsylvania, and so um, you know we, we were living this amazing, wonderful lifestyle a mile away from the beach in, in Los Angeles. And yeah. Life couldn't be better. You know, we were clinking champagne glasses every night and laughing at the rest of the world. And sure. so Mara, you know, insisted that we just uh, move back to Central Pennsylvania. And so yeah. I kind of just drug my feet and, said, all <laughs> right, if you insist. <laughs> Corey, is that actually true? Are you telling the truth? No, that's it? not true at all. the slow unfolding of uh, the exposure <laughs> of his awesome lifestyle. <laughs> We've already had the clinking glasses. We've, We've, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's more like it's already, it was unfolded and it's being folded. It's becoming more stiff and... and uh, not as fun as we go. No, um, yeah. it, you but, have to just, it takes its time. It's like a Tarantino movie. This will all make sense. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> Central Pennsylvania is, uh, you know, it's got its, it's got its charm, but, uh, you know, it's, it's certainly not uh, Los Angeles, which is where we were living our, our awesome lifestyle before we had children. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you, now, but you didn't, go on, Don, ask your question. Oh. I was going to ask, do you think it's better uh, raising children in Los Angeles or in the Midwest, uh, Pennsylvania area? No, which, in fact, it was, um, it was it was the big part of the reason we decided to move here is because Mara's from here and she's got family here and we didn't really, you know, if you ever spend a length of time in L.A., you kind of get the sense that people are, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to use stereotypes or anything, but they're a little different, you know. There's, there's a lot of people out there who are very affected by the L.A. lifestyle and we kind of... Mm. We didn't want our kids growing up in this sort of overprivileged kind of. Pull that thought. I need to take a selfie real quick. Okay, go ahead. Well, because anyway, that would be I mean, that would be the prediction, you know, that that yeah. LA would be like that. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't, you know, I wanted to make sure the rumors are true, man. Let's. Well, bless I mean, you, Midwestern people. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of really great people in LA too, but it's 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 different. It's a different yeah. kind of a place. And Mar and I both grew up in places where, you know, we had big backyards. It snowed. You know, you could go run around and play with the neighbors' kids and not have to, you know, worry about calling the police after ten minutes. Yeah. And so, so we kind of wanted to have that sort of lifestyle for our kids. Um, well, like I grew up Saskatchewan. all over the country, really. Uh, no, I was born in Indiana, but um. Oh, Indiana. Okay. Yeah, but then I, I lived in, like, Texas, Louisiana, Virginia, Ohio. I, I moved around yeah. a lot as a kid. Yeah. Why did you move around so much? Was that, like, witness protection or something? Or Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, you know, at five years old, if I had known that if you, you know, get involved with the mafia, you have to go into witness protection, mm-hmm. I probably would have made different choices. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but as it stands, you need kids, right? <laughs> we all yeah, make mistakes when we're young. We, we, always, we all did. Now, so, so okay, so now you're so now you're in central Pennsylvania, and it sounds like you really love it, which is good. Um, I do, I do. And, I, I mean, yeah. I get it, but it's it's really pretty. It's it's really nice here. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. You know, that's that's pretty. <laughs> I, I got to I got to tell my, she's probably not listening. My mother, um, come came uh, with my father, <laughs> came and stayed with us for about eight weeks, you know, or nearly nearly three months, and um, she. Oh, oh, you guys are, you're from Mexico, right? You're Mexican? Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm detecting yeah. an accent. So. Yeah. gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> all, all, they could, all she could say about my house was, you have hot water. The water's very hot. <laughs> that is, that's fantastic. And if, you, if you've ever been yeah. to Nigel's house, it is quite surprising that you have hot water. 
Thank you, Corey. It is a really surprising that it, that it still works. But that was the only thing you said about the whole area, the house, everything else in it. You know, anywhere around the area. It was, it was, your water's very hot. The water's quite hot. Today. Well, yeah, exactly. I thought, well, that's nice. Thank you. But um, now, now, obviously, um, your um, wonderful uh, partner is, uh, you mentioned her earlier. Tell, tell us, she's not listening now. I know that. And, and no, no, I so tell us what it's like to um, to live with such an amazing superstar. Such an internet celebrity as uh, behind mm-hmm. the back. Well, she is listening, so don't try to trick me into oh, okay. saying things that she would kill me over. But um, it's as wonderful as you'd imagine. Oh. I take. That's pretty amazing, then. I'm pretty wondering. amazing, like daily. Yeah. I mean, if you think she's funny on Twitter, I mean, just I stuff that comes out of her mouth. Oh. <laughs> I can <Sorry>. just imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I bet running five minutes late and having Mars wait there just to <laughs> inspire you and move you along, or if you make a wrong turn driving yeah. and she's there, oh, I bet the comedy yeah. is yeah. hilarious. Oh, yeah. I thank her daily for making me a better and happier person. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's actually great. There's, uh, it is pretty much how you'd imagine. I mean, uh, one of the biggest reasons we, uh, we started dating is because we both have a similar sense of humor and we just crack each other up. Yeah. Um, and so it's you know, like, like that. a fun couple. If any people of the they show are listened, they've read either yeah. of your tweets. Yeah, it seems fun. I will say that. I will. I will label you that like uh, prejudice right up front. Without even I will knowing. accept that label. I'm, I'm, you know, labels aren't always good, but that's a good one. I'll take it. They are. They are right. a fun couple. They're also a very, very, very nice couple. A very gentle couple. A very welcoming couple as well. I can say. Yeah. Kind of yeah like the lambs. Of words. I was with fun, not gentle. Oh, and, yeah. Back sorry. Okay. <laughs> How's the weather where what, you are? What kind of sweeter shit did you drag me into here? I, it's a gentle I thought fun. it was guy's night. And... But, yeah, but you know, <laughs> yeah, but you've got to branch out. You know, you guys, you've got to, it's a very non-threatening fun. Very non-threatening. <laughs> very nice. You're not forced okay. into doing anything you don't want to. So that's good. Um, so now, did you, start, you started tweeting on Twitter, which is probably the only place you can tweet, I suspect. That's um, not true. Before. I actually started tweeting before Twitter, like long before Twitter. <laughs> well, tell us this story, Corey. Where did you when did you start tweeting, and why were you just writing it on the wall? You know, people it? thought I was crazy, but yeah. I would just like think of these funny things, you know, mm-hmm. and I would just write them down on a piece of paper because you know there was no Twitter. No Twitter. And you know, I just like you know what I want more people to hear this stuff. Yeah. So I would like actually tie it to a bird's foot. Yep. And then send it off into the world. I mean, the bird wasn't trained or anything, but like, right. I assume that people found the bird yeah, and yeah. wondered what was tied to its foot. So, yeah. you know, people thought I was nuts. And then here's Twitter, and it's like, somebody read my mind. Same thing. Yeah. They always yeah. laugh at the early adopters. But I mean, yeah, you, that's true. without I still you, do that next thing. step wouldn't have happened. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, and, and as the bird flew off, tweeting into the air, um, perfect. So now the so the but you did start I think before Mar right you were on Twitter first is that right Yeah, it was because I was working mm-hmm. in the tech industry at the time and like mm-hmm. I had one of those jobs where you had to kind of be dialed into all the social networks so yeah. I did it out of necessity I was like okay I have to sign up for Twitter Yeah okay and back you know 
I might have been a little, even a little late to it, but um, back then it was it was still just one of those, you know, like my first two tweet was probably like everybody's like just figuring out this Twitter thing. Hello, tap tap, is this thing on? You know, just <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't really know what it was for. It was like okay, um, I'm gonna write some stuff and okay, I've got like zero followers, so <laughs> what is this like a internet diary or? <laughs> but, so. So, so when did it? When did because you've got to like three and a half thousand of now or something, and you follow like I think eight people or something ridiculous. Um, yeah, something you know, like I, that, right? I got on Twitter and you know I, I didn't really think much of it. I didn't do much of it. Probably is a similar story with a lot of people. And then Mara got on it shortly after, and yeah. then you know Mara, it, it was like she found her soulmate. It was like, oh my God, where have you been, in my life? And she just, yeah. She just instantly started finding people and like building this following yeah. and stuff. And, and yeah. even though I was on before her, I don't think I ever had more followers than she did. Um, but you right. know, she she figured out pretty quickly how to like how to gain followers, how to at least appear well, you, popular. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know more about this trick because I think I think I know someone else close to me who has the same trick, but. Oh, well, it's not a trick. It's actually it's. But I have no idea how to do that, as you can tell from my uh, astounding uh, follow followship, if that's even a word. Um, <laughs> so, what do you mean by that? That <laughs> what do you mean that Mar and you are kind of like the things to do and the way to do it? I'm interested in your perspective on that. Again, just between the three of us. <laughs> uh, hi, Mara. Um, she. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she's just really good at like finding out like people that would you know, help um, boost her following. And not in like a tricky yeah. way. She wasn't like harassing no, people. Know. She never did that. No. No. She she, would not, just, not she was good at like, I mean, but she's like this in real life too. She's just really good at finding out who the right people to know are. Yeah. And so I don't know yeah. how she does it exactly, but she does. And like, yeah. she she very organically built up a following, you know, just by being very present and very curious and funny. Great. I mean, obviously she very is. talented too. But um, Incredibly. And then, and just the combination of, I mean, you got to have the talent, of course. I mean, but the combination of being talented and being friendly and mm-hmm. not being an asshole is a big one, too. Mm-hmm. She has to blow uh, down. Yeah, and then, and literally, she just, I mean, she didn't, like, build my following for me, but she kind of told me what she was doing, and I was like, mm. yeah, yeah, okay, I'll do that stuff, too. Because there was a period, yeah. unlike now, where I was, like, really interested in Twitter. Um, not that I'm not now, I just, um, life is a lot more complicated, and I don't have as much time. But um, back then I had a lot more time to devote to it, and so you know we yeah. just, we spent all day just being funny on the internet and trying to get people to notice. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's interesting to hear you say that. I think there is a, I think there is a, I think some people are kind of almost born for Twitter, as you said earlier, um, and are kind of just very good at the whole Twitter thing. I'm, I don't think I'm one of them, particularly. Um, Don, you you are though. You're very you're very adept at Twitter. As I smart ass literally say thank you and then you jump right to me. Don't compliment me on being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined uh, it. Dear, dear. I won't compliment uh, you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No compliments. Well, well first of all, I, I that's very sweet of you to say, especially in an English accent. But um <laughs> uh, uh more importantly I think in uh both of uh well actually all in your, both of your cases, you often speak kind of in your own specific voice. And I think Amanda and uh, Mara both do. But they mm-hmm. also have a good finger on the temperature of, like, you know, how much to work in, you know, popular slang or how much pop culture to lean in and yeah. how much to make it their own. 
I mean, they have yeah. a real good balance. They're never like like angry and bitchy. Like that's both of them. I enjoy that their tweets are never like just complaining because right, know, I mean, right. It. So yeah, they're they're very smart and like they're they good are, stuff that they, they talk about. Yeah, yeah, they're they're bright yeah. broads, you know. So <laughs> I'm very <laughs> impressed by them always. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think uh, yeah, I think you know they. They do, they they both are very good at Twitter, but I think uh, even if nobody followed them, uh, they would be entertaining uh, to read. As yeah, are you, yeah. gentlemen. That's uh, that's why we are here. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, Mara, I mean, she's got this amazing talent for like being able to intelligently speak about hot button issues without offending anyone, which is for sure very impressive, and and doing it in a very yeah. witty and comical way. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, she uh, does. I um I have a very narrow narrow niche as far as what I do. I I never touch on current issues. I don't touch on sensitive issues. I don't talk about what's going on in the world. Nothing. I mean, is that on purpose? Do you do it on purpose? Yeah, yeah, it's intentional. I mean, my niche is so narrow, and it's intentional. It's because it's 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 the only way I want to do it. I just want to say stupid shit on the internet. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to have an opinion that's your opinion and not something that everybody gets to argue with you whether you're allowed to have it or not, too. (laughs) I've released a press release of what I think of some current political thing. Everyone gather around and tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you know, I mean, if... if, if, My perspective is always to not, like, touch on any issues or whatever, too. I mean, if, like, something's going on, say, like, you know, the whole Bill Cosby rape thing, you know, that comes out. My, My intuition is to, you know just make some kind of joke about how Rudy is, you know, probably 50 now or something. I don't know. You know, just, just something completely left from, from the center there. You know, Rudy, the youngest kid on the show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now you said that's interesting. And and I think that is um, interesting where you describe that. You also said earlier that um, Twitter isn't as important now as it was then. But then you also said you had more time than you do now. Which is it? Which is it more? I mean, is, it, is just do they go hand in hand, or are they completely separate? I mean, did the importance of Twitter for you in some way diminish, or was it just you had you didn't have enough time, and therefore it's become less important because you can't get to it? That's exactly it. They go hand in hand. Um, they do. Back when I had more time, I mean, I really, I really enjoyed being on Twitter, and I, I love the way it challenges me to like think of something strange and be able to articulate it in a very mm. clear and also funny way in, in a limited uh, amount of characters, you know. Um, I, I yeah. like that. I like the mental challenge, and I think it just, I don't know, it kind of sharpens my brain and my, my comic abilities or whatever. But, um, you know, and if given more time, I would probably invest more time in it. But, um, you, would. you know, yeah. because I have so little time, and time is such a uh, valuable commodity now, it's it's... I just have to devalue it in order to maintain my life. Yeah. And you, 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 oh, sorry, go ahead, Nigel. <clears throat> no, don't, don't go. No, go, you're right. You're right. Go ahead. Oh, you. Um, <laughs> you guys I, are so yeah, polite. Yeah, we're we're adorable. We're American. We are. Um, <laughs> you should sit on our bikes for the weekend. Oh, and the yeah, the two the robot where Nigel's playing the guitar and we're both wearing yeah. white. <laughs> oh well, I've noticed. Uh, I go through periods where I'm like busy too, and I miss Twitter, and because uh, I don't get a chance to get to it. But then the little sec pockets where I would get a chance to maybe sit around and read tweets and tweet stuff, I'm not thinking in Twitter 
mindset. Like my thoughts aren't into little micro blurbs. They're into like how I'm rambling right now. They're disjointed and all over the place. So you have to kind of be in a Twitter mindset. And I catch myself like when I'm tweeting more often thinking in, you know, smaller bite-sized concise thoughts that you can send out to the world, you know? Yeah. I guess you get pulled out of it for a while and then you kind of got to wrap your head around it again when you're in. It's like and, a, uh, yeah, it's a style of communicating that's not normal, and you kind of have to be in that rhythm, and it's hard to get back into it when you get out. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy with my followers. I've I've pretty much had the same amount of followers for about two years now, but and you know, and I know what it would take in order to like really jump in and kind of gain more followers and become better known and whatever. But I think if your goal in Twitter is to become, you know, to have a lot of followers and become well known and and possibly get some you know, uh, comedy writing connections through there, as many people um, try to do. Um, it, it takes a lot of work, and you really have to be invested in it. Absolutely. Um, it's it's, but, it's uh, a lot of talent, but it's a lot of politics, and it's a lot of tolerance yeah. and shit, and not speaking up yeah. at certain times when you see important people say dumb shit. And, yeah. yeah I mean, it's There's a lot so much going political... on behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's like anything. It's There's... When you have a large group of social people, there's going to be that bullshit that goes with it. Yeah, I, I sometimes take breaks from it, too. <laughs> but then again, I'm a loner, Dottie. I'm a rebel. Sorry, so what we talking about. You are a rebel. <laughs> well, that's, um, that's another point, too. I mean, I'm, uh, I, don't, I don't communicate with people, like, hardly ever on Twitter. And it's, it's not because I don't want to, but it just goes into, like, okay, I have a choice. I've got, like, five minutes. Do I want to think of a funny tweet and put it out there or do I want to like at reply people tell people how great they are you know um you know try to you know make some connections or whatever you know it's I, w- I would love to you know reach out and and because Mara's you know she she talks to a lot of people on Twitter and she's made some really good friendships and relationships yeah. and stuff yeah. um and and I think that's really cool it's not that I'm against it it's not that I'm like antisocial but um yeah. I just yeah I just I just focus on the tweets and don't really have time for much else. And uh, so, what are you what are you doing now, um, work wise, um, that's that's taking up so much more time? Can you talk about that a little bit? Something yeah, you know well, that that, that right. was a big part of the reason that, like, I was actually pretty much off Twitter for almost a year. Um, but about the time we decided to move to Pennsylvania, um, I made a career switch too. So I was in yeah. the tech industry. I was a web developer. I mean, it's very easy for me to just be on the internet all day. Right. Uh, but now I'm a financial advisor. I went to, uh, I switched fields and it's just, you know, just getting into that field, getting the industry, getting licensed and stuff is just extremely time consuming as far as the amount of material you got to learn and study and keep up with. And, and, uh, it's just, I mean, I started down the road about four years ago and it's still yeah. consuming a, a massive bulk of my time. And of course we have kids now and that makes a big difference. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Now, why did you make that change? Because it seems like you know the tech industry. I mean, it you know it's always going to be there, and it's, it's there's a there's a lot of uh, opportunity there, as there is in kind of financial advice and and, and that kind of area, um, financial consultancy. But I mean, what was it that made you make make a switch from one to the other? And I ask that because um, I think making a switch at any age, and I have no idea how old you are, but I mean, it it, it was probably you know you'd already had one career, you, you know, and then you you decide to switch to a, almost a completely different career in in many ways. That's kind of you know, a huge thing to do, I think. And it's also, for me personally, having been in my industry for the last, you know, 26 years, 27 years, that's, it's scary. You know, it's, it's hugely scary. Yeah. So, I mean, 
why did you yeah. do it? And, and, you know, go on. and how well, did it go? How was it? Well, I was getting at the age where, I, mm. you know, I knew that if I was going to do, I had one more big career change in me, and that would be it. Um, mm-hmm. There, there would not be time for that anymore. For me to like, I couldn't start something new and 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 like still maintain the lifestyle I wanted. So I knew I had one more big career shift in me. An opportunity came down, and I, mm-hmm. I kind of played with it for a couple of years. Kind of debated it. I didn't really like mm-hmm. my current job. I knew I, I knew that was gonna okay. not last forever, and yeah, just kind of said, you know, fuck it, let's do it. It was something I was interested in, and. You know, there's, there's, you know, if you do well, there's potential to make some good money there. And want to be able to take care of the family. You know, kids eat. That's what they tell me, at least. I never yep, see them eat. Yep. Yeah. They lie. I mean, there's plenty of food in the like fridge, Robo-Cop. but they never go in there. Yeah, just eat like Yeah, they, they, they kind of are. Baby food. You just you give them the baby food, and, you know, then they shoot at it when they're finished. <laughs> <laughs> or roadkill. Uh, we give ours roadkill. A little bit more difficult. You can't imagine how much I'm smiling at thought of a baby RoboCop. Sorry, guys. Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> the helmet. No. <laughs> no, that is a good image. You see that? that actually <laughs> happens in the movie, just so you know. That was a real reference to a real scene in the movie. Oh, it is? Yeah, right, yeah. He, like, yeah. he got injured, and his like tracking was off, right? So he couldn't shoot straight. And so he was in this abandoned warehouse. And he had the girl with him, and they're trying to like fix his aim, right? Remember, he's shooting uh-huh. little jars of baby food. Yeah, she has, a, which never made sense to me. Like they're like, it tastes like baby food. So then for the rest of the movie, there has to be that like baby food endorsement where they're like constantly showing Gerber's or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, it just tastes like baby food. You don't have to keep it in those little jars, you asshole. <laughs> oh, are you kidding? Gerber was like, oh, a super violent movie about cops in the future. We want to be involved with it. Cool. Yeah. How much money do you need? Oh, after Eminem's messed up on E.T., nobody will ever mess up on cross again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll never drop the ball again, son. Sorry, Nigel, we got Hollywood on you, bro. What happened? Yeah, no, no, that's all right. No, you, went, you did, you did <laughs> Hollywood on me, and that's lovely. It's, it's an area I know absolutely nothing about. I didn't know you out of the conversation there, bud. No, no, it's good. You know, I was late. I had to get catch a train the other day. and Well, actually, I was catching a flight out of Pittsburgh. And uh, my flight got cancelled until the next morning, and I had to be there earlier than the flight. So I thought, well, I'll take the overnight train because it got in at eight eight thirty in the morning in, in Chicago, which is great. But I was there at like six o'clock, and it doesn't leave till midnight. So I thought, what am I going to do for you know six hours in Pittsburgh? Because that's like a death sentence. So I decided I would go and uh, watch a movie. So I did actually go to the movies. I watched two movies in a row, and I haven't been to the cinema and watched a movie in gosh, I don't know, maybe five six years. So it was kind of a very good cool say, yeah, How old's your littlest one? We can do the math. Exactly. On yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the, the only thing I've seen in the past five, six years is um, Frozen four times. That's it. Oh, oh, I've seen. <laughs> it go. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to. Including the, including the 3D version, which is exactly the same as the 2D one, but in 3D. I just wow. Yeah. Wow, that <laughs> just comes at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I did. I went, and, but that's my only experience of Hollywood and, and movies. I, <laughs> I, I can sympathize. Uh, once once yeah, the kids see. came around, I just I, I never go see movies anymore. You yeah. just can't. It makes it very difficult, kids. I mean, you know, people always say every time I talk to people about kids, and you know, I know you've got you've got two as well, two little ones. 
And people always say, you know, well, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't change you for the world. And I always think, no, I don't know about that. Because, <laughs> you know, it really does impact your whole life. And I know you guys have been impacted. No, I agree. You, you and, I completely right? agree. I think it's, uh, I think it's a similar thing. It's, you know, people, you know, sometimes will be like, you know, oh, man, you, you have kids, you love them and stuff, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking about getting kids, and I'm just like, I'm I'm never one of those people that's just like, oh, yeah, you got to have kids, man, it's the best. They just, they just yeah. light up your life, and they make life worth living. Yeah. And no, yeah, yeah. I, no, sometimes going out and whenever you want to and having a drink, it makes life worth living. I mean, that's, exactly. that's, that's, that's kind of good, too. So I never begrudge that's people who've decided to go childless and, and lead an awesome lifestyle. No, no. No, I think I think it's interesting that, and I think um, more people should be more honest about that. And I don't believe anyone who says this. Well, I guess for some people it makes their lives because maybe they didn't know anything in it before. You know, like say, you know, maybe there wasn't much going on, and this has become everything. But I think in most, yeah, a lot of cases, people kind of say, "Oh, yeah, it's the best thing in the world." It's going, uh, makes you uh, the, the best thing I hear is it makes it, it, you go to deeper chasms and higher highs, or something, lower lows and higher highs. Huh. I'm like, I didn't need to go to the lower lows. You know, I I think that people like, who say stuff like that, like, you know, like, yeah. oh, you know, it's just the best. I think they're often trying to convince themselves. Because, I do yeah. Yeah. You know what? Those people are sleep deprived because they have uh-huh. children and they yeah. haven't been yeah. able to poop in peace for months. So they're shaky. Yes. And that's, that's why they true. say that crazy ass shit. That's I don't know. I'm programmed to say this, I'm and they're one eye switchy. Yeah, I mean, I uh, haven't had a good night's sleep in years. I don't know what's going on. I, they're a blessing. Yeah. They're wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> it's a blessing. Exactly I'm, blessed. I'm blessed. That's that's what blessed. it is, right? This this sort of half half wake, half asleep, sort of stumbling through life with dirty clothes. That's yeah. just blessed, right? That's what blessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, in the middle of the night. No, I mean, I don't want to make it. What? That scream in the middle of the night when they wake up. <laughs> that deathly, deathly scream that they scream oh and you know that they're going to be up. And you're gonna I'm lucky. Get I don't get bed. too much of that. I really don't get oh, too much of that. I'm very yeah. lucky. But, um, I, was about, you know, I, think, I was talking about Mara. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, that's every other night. It's usually because she notices I'm there next to her. <laughs> oh, go on, you. Uh, you're a, you're a strapping yeah. handsome robot if I've ever seen one. And I'm like, Mara, we've been married for like... Five years now. I mean, she's really? used to the fact that I live here too. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, she'll never get used to that. From what I know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Never will. What the hell are you doing there? I think the scream is more of just like, where'd my computer go? Am I not on Twitter? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I hear that. I hear that. So now you grew up in Indiana. Do you have? Um, Tell us a little bit about that, that growing up. So would, would, can you tell us where in Indiana you were born, or do you want to keep that a kind of a... Uh, uh, no, that's no, fine. Go on. Um, I was born in Valparaiso, which is about 20, 30, maybe as much as 50 miles outside of Chicago. I wouldn't okay. say it's necessarily oh, yeah. a suburb, but it's kind of one of the... Yeah. You know, a lot of people would, like, live there and, and commute in Chicago. Yeah. That's um, not a million miles from you, right, Don? Yeah, that's the same type of deal I am, like, yeah. Chicago's in the corner of the state, and then Wisconsin's yeah. right there, and Indiana's right there, and then yeah. So there's right. these people, you know, everybody kind of messes around with Chicago because it's so close. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can I, tell you what it was like. Though. I was a little kid. I I don't really remember really? it that much. Um, How long were you there for? Not very long. Yeah, just until I was about five, and then I moved to Louisiana, 
I don't remember that Louisiana. much. Louisiana. So how long were you? How, where were you in Louisiana, and how long were you there? I was in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Which I believe is the capital. Uh, only for about a oh, year or so. How does it? <coughs> tell us about moving around so much. What, how did that affect you? Because I moved around as well an awful lot when I was younger. Um, but you know, how did it affect you? It, it's hard to say because when you're a kid and you're doing it, you just you just do it. You don't really think about like, mm-hmm. oh, this is ruining my life. Um, yeah. I think about it sometimes now, and I wonder, but it's hard. It's hard to say because I don't really. Yeah. I don't really have an experience of the alternative. You don't um, know what you would have been like if you hadn't. Yeah, but I mean, I can tell right, you yeah. that I see people who have had like lifelong friends, and sometimes I think, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yes. Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> that would have been a neat thing to try to cultivate over a lifetime. It's too late to yeah. start now. Fuck it. <laughs> I would exactly. Exactly. I always think that too, Corey, because I don't have a lifelong friend for exactly the same reason. I have some friends I knew at school that I'm still in contact with, and it has been, you know, um, you know, like 40 years since we, you know, we've known each other because we we're at school. But yeah. it's not. So there are those people I have stayed in contact with them, mainly through, you know, Facebook or whatever. But I know what you mean. It's that you don't make the same kind of depth. I always, I always thought, you know, I always regret not having that depth of relationship that you make when you stay in the same place mm-hmm. and not having a sister. I always wanted a sister as well. Oh, yeah, I never cared about sister. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think also um, it kind of has had an effect of like making me feel like someone who's in the crowd more and more. It's mm. like because every year you start new at a school, you're just like nobody. And you've got to start yeah. from like nobody. And yeah, some, exactly. some schools you'd be like, you'd end up kind of popular. And some schools you just stay a nobody the whole time. And mm. so it just kind of gave me the sense of like just being a person in a crowd most of the time. Yeah. How many do, do you, did you ever count how many you've been to schools? Jeez, uh, I want to say until I got to high school, I think I did five or six different schools. Really? Yeah. Quite a lot. I think I figured up through college, including college, it was like 11 or something I went to. Wow. Oh, really? My parents moved yeah. around a lot, too. So, yeah, if I like right. all this, yeah, yeah, I know this. Yeah, yeah. I got to high yeah. school, I stayed, which was nice. That that helped, at least. Uh, but until then, I moved almost every every year, every other year. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how many that'd yeah be. me too. Yeah, <laughs> Well, we let's all take a moment of silence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We yeah. just we all just started crying yeah. and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so our favorite Twitter year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I've recovered. I've recovered from my parents dragging me around uh, every other year, uh, or whatever it was. No, I, no, seriously, they get the I did the exact same thing, Corey, and, and uh, absolutely, I never made any friends because as soon as I made them, we were moving again. I'm like, you know, buy whoever you are, and I'll, you know, and you start again. You start all over again. Do you get very used to? I got, I, I feel like now I'm good at meeting people the first time and getting on with, like, not making them my friends, but just getting on with them very quickly and kind of finding a common, a common ground. I don't know if I could have done that anyway, or whether it's just my personality, or whether it's a product of kind of moving around and, and having to start so many times. Oh, I don't know, but it, but it is a. You know, it is, you lost a podcast where you talk to strangers every week. So <laughs> I think you had something to do with it. You know? <laughs> maybe. Well, maybe it does. Maybe I, I, I have my parents to thank for this very successful podcast, which I'm paid a fortune. <laughs> so there you are. That's what they gave me. 
the ability to. Well, to when Corey was talking, it occurred to me that it has to be something in all three of us and everybody else yeah. where you just feel comfortable saying stuff yeah. to strangers or, you know, there's a certain yeah, amount of people so. like, why would I want to Twitter? I don't have anything to say to people. You don't have well, that's, that's actually an interesting point because I think, <laughs> I think, I really think that kind of maybe my sense of humor was born out of necessity, you know? When you're the new guy, oh, if if you can make people laugh, then you then you can instantly become, you know, I think more uh, likable. It's fifty fifty. It helps you meet new people, and it's a, a self defense, like entertain yourself kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you have, you know, you're constantly starting from scratch with this new friend thing. So you have to kind of learn to be your own friend. It's sometimes like, you know, learn to amuse yourself and learn to just like, oh, this guy's gonna be a total asshole, and figure out some way to you know have fun with dealing with it yeah. and moving on. I agree completely. I think that's very true. Well, here, here, gentlemen. We're all here. We've, we've come to an agreement. Let we've come to an agreement. We have, yeah. we have figured out that <laughs> our parents have scarred us for life and have caused this podcast, Gavel Bang. Yeah. Here, here. Here, here. Thank you, Mother. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yes, this is very good. Now, so, now Corey, obviously, um, you... <laughs> <laughs> moving on. This is very good. Oh, it was a good segue, wasn't it? Segue. Yeah, right, we made a lot of progress um, here today. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what to, I don't know how to segue, so I'm just going to change the subject. Um, there you go. <laughs> uh, Mara is obviously someone you 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 admire as a tweeter. You know, on Twitter, you talked about um, Don. You talked about Amanda as well. Amanda like wine. Who else, Corey? Do you kind of um, admire, look out for, think about, enjoy the tweets of? you know, on, on Twitter on a regular basis. I knew you were going to ask me this. Mostly okay. because I listen Great. every week. Um, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So you should have an answer to be honest there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I, re- I really do like Amanda a lot on Twitter. I think what Don yeah. was saying is very accurate. Well, I mean, I think Mar- both Mara and Amanda have really, I mean, Amanda is like, She's got the weird aspect though too. Like she'll say some like bizarre oh. shit, and it's just like awesomely, beautifully hilarious. Yeah. Um, and Mar doesn't get weird you. too much. Uh, Mar's real witty and um, sharp, yeah. and she's like, yeah. she she's just like whip smart, and she comes up with like these great one-liners. But um, man, this yeah. stuff is, I really enjoy it a lot. Actually, she she uh, she often leaves me halfway between a smile and confused. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Hallmark card. Of course, uh, like behind your back, Dairyland Dawn, Code Philosophy. (laughs) These are are good. These are good. Um, These uh, are great people. Sam Reed stuff. Uh, Yes. uh, (laughs) Anywhere else in the chat room specifically if you want to shout out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I do like uh, Sam Reed stuff. Yeah, he's really good. Um, uh, But, um, you know, I mean, I feel like. I feel like I've been on Twitter for a long time. I mean, it feels like a long time because yeah. when I first got on, it was very different. And maybe it was just my experience. I don't know, but it just felt like a different place, different people, different characters, different ways of interacting. Like back then, if everyone sort of saved each other's tweets, then that was the extent to which you needed to like be likable and then be part of the thing and like get popular, you know, but now, you know, apparently it requires yeah. a lot more social interaction and stuff. Um, mm. And then there's then there's new people. A lot of people have gone away and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. This is all to say that like I don't always know <laughs> currently like who the 
Like so it's cool changed. and funny people are. You don't know who the popular kids are. <laughs> 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 you don't know what to say, do you? Uh, I mean, I rely heavily on Mara to tell me, you know, like, oh, you yeah. got to follow this person. You got to check this person out. Like, because I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, sure. I'm, I'm still following the same people I did like six years ago. Um, <laughs> no, you said it. You said it had changed. Tell us about that because I haven't been on uh, as long as you. I, I suspect. So t- tell me about the change. Or maybe I just maybe I've only I only joined in a, in, a, in a certain group and I've never really kind of left it or gone or done anything. I mean, it's not in the same place. So, um, yeah, but how has it changed? How do you see it's changed over the years? I don't know. I mean, I can only really speak from my perspective, which was, you know, when we first came on and we started kind of running with a certain crowd. You know, it was just. It was all people who, who were, you know, kind of in the same situation now. They want to get as many followers as they can. They want to get as many faves on their tweets as they can. They want to, you know, our retweets weren't as big, I don't think, back then. Correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't think that was as big of a metric as it is now. Um, but, yeah, we just we just wanted to have a bunch of stars, and we wanted to see our tweet show up on the Fast Star homepage, yeah. you know. And so it was kind of like this, this starring people as a currency type of a thing, and that's kind of all it was. Right. Right. Um, you know, you just you just fave as, as many people as you could, and then they kind of were like, oh, this person, you know, this person's playing the game. I'll play with them, and then it was just kind of like currency. You know, they would they would fave you, and and uh, you know, you end up in a situation where every tweet you do is get like fifty stars, and you're like, yeah, they really deserve that, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but that's I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like that's really kind of how it works now. That's how it is. Um, these these sort of sites that sort of measure how many stars you were getting were kind of popular back then, and I don't think they quite are quite as much now because you can actually see that on Twitter now. Um, right. Where you didn't used to be able to. Um, oh, you didn't? Show any, you no, they didn't show any of that stuff. Yeah, oh, really? I don't that info. Yeah, that's why oh. I said, uh, I'm saying fave stars, correct. Um, that's why fave star was so popular at first. It was the only, like, Real way to search oh, for tweets. Right. It was the only way to count numbers. It was the only yeah. It was the only way to quantify like who's popular. I mean, besides followers, but by who's popular and who's funny. Yeah. And, you know, besides yeah. your own entertainment. Like a a popular tweeters page or something on Favestar, like a and it would have the avies of like the top. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, whatever. you're right. You know, and, yeah, you would see, and it was a lot of people who've been on the show. I'd like to point out, but yeah, I mean. Yeah. It, and that's how some of the people I originally followed when I first started, like, that's how I found them. You know, you need Pulsar. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That's true. It was actually oh, my yeah, goal back then to get on that page, and I did get on it for a while. Yeah, um, I had a, I had a day appearance on there. I remember letting Wiener Dog for Life know, hey, bro, you're on the first star page, man. He's like, cool, I'll go check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I got rid of that thing. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. Know, I, um, never, I didn't know about that. But like, you know, kind of, uh, you know, it just, I don't know, like I said, there was a period where I kind of got out of it for a while. I didn't really get onto it much hardly at all. And I feel like coming back into it was a sort of a rebirth for me. I'm not as active, I'm not nearly as active as I used to be, um, but still I'm a lot more active than I was for a while. And then, um, it, I don't know, maybe it's just because I left and kind of came back. It seems different, but it just seems like it's, for lack of a better term, the game has changed, you know, it's like. It's more just a pure kind of social interaction. Of course, people want to have followers, but um, they get a lot of faves, but it's not quite as driven by that as much. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's about, you know, who you talk to and who you know. I don't know. I mean, I don't, like I said, I'm not fully back in, as invested in it as like Mara is. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but I like I like where it is now, and I, I like how it is, and I feel I feel like it's a little bit more free. 
I feel like back yeah. then I felt, I mean, this is me personally that I needed to like tell jokes a certain way in order mm-hmm. to, to get the recognition that I was looking for. And I didn't like that. I thought that was stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I kind of feel a little bit more free. I can kind of just say stupid stuff the way I want to. And, yeah. you know, if it's good, then it'll get some stars. If it's not, it won't. And uh, I'm fine with that. Do you do you run the tweets by Mara first before you tweet them sometimes or not? Never? Uh, no. Um, no. I do. I have been lately a lot because... Mm-hmm. Um, because she really... <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're husband and wife, you know, she, she kind of gets where, where I'm trying to come from. And like one of my weaknesses when I'm trying to compose a tweet is like, I'll get this like vision in my head. And yeah. you know what that's like. It's the hardest thing yeah. to like take something in your head and put it down on paper, let alone 140 characters. And so that's like my big yeah. weakness is it's really hard to translate. And yeah. she, she's really good at like helping me like hone yeah. in on, on like what the funny aspect is that I can actually convey. Yeah, yeah. That, that's interesting, and I think I think that's a good use of someone who's just very good at this. You know, I didn't. Say, you know, I, I think that's absolutely true. I, I think. It, yeah, I mean, it's not that just you know, that she's good at this. I mean, she's a writer. I mean, she's an editor. I mean, she's got a background in this sort of stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so um, we have some questions yeah. for you now. If you're uh-huh. ready for them. Oh, is this the lightning round? This is the lightning round. Yeah, the lightning round. I like that. Oh, okay. we're, going to call it, right, right. we're going to call it the lightning round from now on. Oh, before before yeah. you go on the lightning round, oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, what did you want to say before we went to the lightning round? What were you saying? No, I just feel like I never really answered your question about who I like on Twitter. I mean, I, I oh, was trying me to then. I thought list you... people in the chat room. <laughs> oh, go on, go on. So who do you? Who do you? Like? I, I was only trying to say that, like, you know, back in the day, I liked people like Fireland, um, a guy named Josh Allen, who was like, okay. he was like my idol back then. He was just like hilarious. Yeah. And like, if yeah. I could be like any tweeter, it would have been like him. But like, you yeah. know, I've I found some people lately too that I think are really great. I like Nate Wolf a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. I like um, this guy Merman Five. Yeah, yeah. Um, these these kind of weird Twitter folks, you know, they they kind of speak my language. Right. Um, let me see who else. Farmazon. Uh, yeah, Donnie is actually somebody that that I've 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 liked for a long time, and and he uh, he and I chat a lot too sometimes and throw bounce jokes mm-hmm. off of each other. Donnie's um, one of my favorite insomniacs. Good people. Yeah, geez, the kid never sleeps. He's just yeah, always ever. It's weird. Yeah, <laughs> and like home halfway, Sage Boggs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kibble Smith uh, was really good. Uh, yeah. Fat Hernandez. Matt, um, you know, yeah, wonderful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fat, Fat Hernandez. Yeah. I like this. He was on your show recently too. Shut up, Mike Ginn. Yes. Uh, re- really good stuff. Really good. Really good. Yeah. Um, yeah and the list goes on. Yeah, that's a good list. <laughs> very good list. Very good list. That's quality. Yes, yes. And Fireland's still on, right? Josh Allen, he's still up there. Yeah, he's still. Yeah. All these people still, still there. Stuff. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. I just don't see him quite as much anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, maybe it changes for everyone, you know, in terms of how much time you can put into it and that kind of thing. It, it kind of, indeed, you know, indeed. sometimes I'm so busy, I, 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 I don't tweet at all for the week, other than for the podcast, you know. Uh, I try to do at least one tweet a day, day that point. if I can. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think sometimes you just have to just do it when you feel like it and not worry that you haven't. You know, I mean, that's where I am. I mean, I, you know, I can't keep up with it. Yeah, that. yeah, that's true. I mean, 
Like you're crazy, man. But here's here's your lightning round. Give me um, the lightning round. All right, we're starting now. So here we go. What is your least favorite term of endearment? Least favorite term of endearment? Uh, I think probably anything associated with a sugary treat. You know, like <laughs> sweetie pie or honey or sugar. Don't distract me. Don't ruin my food for me. Cupcakes, all yeah. that. I know, and right. that was always just so condescending, too. I mean, if someone's calling you sweetie pie, I mean, do they really, I mean, are they really giving you endearment? I don't think so. Yeah. Sometimes people, so. strangers say that to me, like like women in a diner or something will say, you know, what do you want, sweetie? And I always yeah, think, well, you know, me. that they I do that know. because it, it's, a, you know, that's how they mask their, you know, disdain for human Hatred. You know, yeah. yeah. Right, exactly, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> I think you're right. The nicest way I can tell people I hate them and want them to die. Just call them something nice. Yeah, call I them can't sweetie. wait till the next some rando like clerk calls me honey or something. Like, <laughs> I heard what that means. I know what you're masking. You fucking hate me. Say, yeah. Who hurt you, girl? Who hurt you? Your yeah. thin veil of contempt for my existence. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> you say that. Let us know. Let us know what I gets thrown over. Oh, I will report back to the show with that information, my good. <laughs> you you hear me. <laughs> <laughs> good. I want to hear it. Um, do you have a favorite word, Corey? What's your favorite word, or, or a few of your favorite words? Do you have any that come to mind? Favorite words. Um, uh, uh, those are them, by the way. <laughs> those three. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. Um, favorite words? I don't know. No, I never really thought about that. Um, okay. Let's see. No. Let's see. Sweetie, comes to mind. No, that's pretty good. But no, yeah, sweetie, sweetie pie, apple uh, pie, cupcake, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Any, anything? Yeah. Any kind of food, I guess, would be would be a good word. Anything high calorie, fattening, just yeah. 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 Lasagna. Yeah. Oh, I like that. One. <laughs> Um, say it again. Um, what about a smell that you love more than any other smell? Is there a smell that you love more than any other? Um, just yeah, cupcakes, yeah. honey, sweeties. Oh, <laughs> hey, sugary. You know my answer for all these questions sugary. is going to be sugary. Going to be sugar. Sugary yeah. stuff. Um, I think sugary like, shit. Honestly, though, the smell of like an apple pie, like a fresh apple pie. You do like apple pie. Uh, oh, I love apple good. pie. Yeah. Smell about mm. the pie. Just don't call yeah. me after the pie. Like, like Smell just the... out of the oven. Just out of the oven. Like walk into a room. Nice. Or, or, or like something yeah. with like, or like garlic cooking. I love, garlic. I love walking into a room and smelling garlic. Yeah. Do you like cooking? Are you a bit of a chef in the kitchen? In the kitchen? Um, I do like cooking, and I'm, I dabble here and there. I wouldn't say I would if I was a chef, but um, obviously, you know, I, I enjoy the culinary um, aspect of life quite a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not like fat or anything, but I like food. Um, <laughs> I still love you if you were fat, man. That's okay. <laughs> no, I that you you know, the hell out of food. I'm not judging. I was brilliant. Yeah, no. <laughs> Just in case anyone was worried, though, I didn't want to, you know, lose any followers. No, well, Mara and I kind of you eat away, man. We have that in common, you know. That's another thing that we kind of related over when we were first dating. It's like. She and I would, like, not blink an eye to be like, you know, oh, let's go to New York for the weekend to try this restaurant, you know, or let's drive, you know, yeah. 400 miles because we heard this is, like, one of the best, you know, pizza places in the country. 
like yeah yeah absolutely you know it's, we just yeah. like good food that's a, well that's a good thing to like good food is is typically food that's good I think it's important. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're yeah. going to need to rub our noses in your jet setting <laughs> lifestyle, though. Right, yeah. We would just exactly. slide them along, and we would eat the truffles, right. and then we would come home, and yeah, that's yeah. what we would do. I'm driving on 400 miles back, you know, while drinking champagne. Whatever. Yeah. Don and I love our mac and cheese. awesome lifestyle? Yeah. <laughs> this is part of it. <laughs> this is what I was alluding to. Oh, uh, yeah. That's fantastic. What would you like to invent? If you could invent anything, give me give me an idea of what what you think. That that's an easy one. Okay. There's been oh, one invention wow. that I've just been jonesing for my whole life, cool. and that's a, a teleporter. Yeah, oh, so you could get yeah. to the restaurant and back in the same night. Exactly, but, man. I mean, yeah. screw seeing the country and this 400 miles of driving. You know, just yeah. pop in, pop out. You know, I, I, I yeah. actually honestly, the, the impetus for always wanting a teleporter is you know, suffering through L.A. traffic day in and day out for a lot of my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it gets to the point where you're just like, Jesus Christ, somebody invent this, like now. Yeah. You Terrestrial know? travels for suckers. I've said it for years. Exactly. You know, I will take the yeah. risks that come with, you know, teleportation as mm-hmm. evidenced in movies like The Fly, but uh, it's worth it, you know? You yeah. Just gotta... yeah. Oh, <clears throat> even at the end, Goldblum's abs were, like, perfect. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's definitely you can't even deal with the bad. Yeah, yeah I mean, in that yeah. thorax, man. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yes. No, absolutely. All right. So, talking about flies, um, what if you could change it to any animal? I know, obviously, a fly is an insect, but I think it's still an animal. I don't know. Maybe it's not. It's not an animal. It's an insect. If you could change into any animal you wanted, a rather like an animagus in Harry Potter, so you change into it and change it back again, what would you like to change into? Give me the animal of your choice. Uh, you mean like a real animal or like is fictitious no, on the table here? Anything you like, anything you want. The, the, the field is open or something. Uh, I think being a dragon would be pretty badass. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. You get a little bit of everything, right? I mean, you fly, okay? You yeah. Breathe fire. Yeah. All right. Breathe People are scared of you, and you get a lot of like treasure and shit. That's so. absolutely perfect. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Nothing like that. Like stalagmite back kind of thing that like where you can sleep mm-hmm. in a cave and people might think you're part of the wall. All that. Yeah. Yeah. Your be, be mm. outer covers impenetrable by modern swordsmanship. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, plate, the plating alone is worth the right. is worth the trouble of being a dragon. Yeah. I'm I'm down. Exactly. Yeah, occasionally, yeah. you might like meet Sean Connery. It seems like <laughs> a dragon seems more likely to meet Sean Connery than a normal animal. Absolutely, that's an excellent Absolutely. point. I hadn't considered that, but you're right. It just occurred to me now. But yeah, I mean, it really holds water now that I think about it. I think if any animal was more likely to meet Sean Connery to be a dragon. You're right. <laughs> It's so brilliant. I'm so pleased I host this podcast with you, Don. Um, now, uh, imagine going up. <laughs> imagine going up to get um, your Olympic gold medal. Are you a sporting man? But you know, you can't say that. A sporting man in the old days was something different. But do you like do you like sport, Corey? Are you a sports fan? Oh, it's uh, so scary when an Englishman asks this. It sounds like he's going to hunt you for sport, doesn't it? Pardon me, but do you sport? <laughs> Sporting man. Are you a sporting man? A sporting man was a man. Would you like to make a wager? Can you go fast? Is nature your friend? 
I suppose a friendly way to say. Are you a sporting man? A sporting man in the in the late eighteen hundreds and the early nineteen hundreds was was someone who kind of went out, uh, you know, on the town drinking, uh, you know, swearing, gambling, and visiting prostitutes. That was a sport, a sporting that life. Sport? If, if that's like, the question, sport, then yeah, yes, I'm a sporting man. Are you a sporting man? In that sense? <laughs> what about sport? Are you a sports fan as well? Um, yeah, I mean, to a degree, I'm not like a diehard. I own a bunch of jerseys from a bunch of teams, but you know, I like some sports. Right. What kind of sports did you enjoy? That'll shut you up. Um, <laughs> so if you <laughs> you're up to get your Olympic gold medal, uh, what uh-huh. song would you like to play? Have played? <laughs> you want to be playing it? What song would you like to have played as you go to get your medal, gold medal in the Olympics? Huh. Let's see. What song would I want to get my gold medal? Um, hmm. <laughs> You'd think I'd have an answer prepared for this, having known all these questions that you're going to be asking me. I actually did think about this one, and I and every time I hear this show, I think, how do you answer that? I mean, yeah. do you just randomly pick the first song that jumps in your head? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What did you pick, Don? I would, I would have to how say. How about Fat Bottom Girls by Queen? Let the world go round. I don't know if you guys right. are aware of that. It's a you suggestion. Know, I, I've uh, never mentioned it on the show before, but I thought I would say it now. I would remember <laughs> it. I've got a brand new Combine Harvester by the Wurzel. <laughs> so you can really pick anything you want as a song. What would you, what would you like? Uh, um, I'm sick of your podcast shilling for Big Wurzel. Um, I would either go with like um, probably Thriller by Michael Jackson. And no, then, you know, oh. get the other medalists to, like, do the dance with me. And then you go right off the podium. That shit would be yeah. hilarious. <laughs> right off the a, side and down they go. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, when the song's over, they have to turn off the lights. And then we run into the audience and start biting people. <laughs> oh. It sounds good I like to me. Make a thing of it. Yeah, an event. Make an yeah. event of it. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Olympics are a lot It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite, moving swiftly on, what is your favorite piece of furniture? My favorite piece of furniture? Um, I don't like any of my furniture. Uh, Did you say you don't like any of your furniture? No, I don't like it. We've got this couch <laughs> in the living room. You're boxing your house, flipping stuff off. Fuck you, couch. Fuck you, table. Fuck you, end table. Fuck you, ottoman. Oh, I hate this ottoman. Don, you'd be amazed. That's exactly what I do every time I walk in the house. I just start flipping off all my furniture. It's therapeutic. It's therapeutic for sure. I like my dining room table. I like my dining room table. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. I think I've sat, I've sat at that dining room table, haven't I? You did. How would you describe it? I mean, I'm not, I would I'm describe not... it as, as, as just an amazing experience. To be honest. I like yeah. It. I mean, what else can you really say? I enjoyed it. I don't know. I know I enjoyed it. I had, a, I had very nice food there and very nice conversation. It was a nice dining room table. It was very warm and welcoming. Well, that's it. it. That's why I like it. It's one of those tables yeah. you can like sit around and like feel you like you know feel like a family. I did feel like I was family when I was around that. Well, you're not, so don't get too comfortable. No, okay. All right, so moving on. What what food, well, you you know, I'm sorry that, but thank you very much for allowing me to sit there. What food could you not live without? If there was any food in the world that you would say, you know what, take away everything else, but leave the beer on the tray, what would it be? 
Well, it wouldn't be a swear word, so I could say it out loud. Um, yeah. It would be sushi, I believe. Yeah. Would it really? Sushi? It Is would, it would. Thing? You love that more than anything else, sushi. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, probably because I don't have it as much as some other things, but, mm. like, it's the one food that I just I, I just crave intensely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and good. not like, you know, just like California rolls and shit. I mean, you know, like real sushi. You know? Yeah. The good stuff. Yeah. Sushi, good. Yeah. I, I don't like sushi, so... So if we lived together, actually, and there was like an unlimited amount of sushi, you'd be in luck. Just thought I'd mention that. That would be an ideal situation. It would be. Okay. Um, get in a taxi now. You've got a 15-minute taxi ride mm-hmm. um, to the sushi restaurant of your choice. Who would be your dream passenger? Huh. <laughs> you know, probably Bill Murray. Bill Murray is an excellent answer. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, because That's I think good. that there's no way it would end with the taxi ride. No. You know, I'd be because like, I'd, I'd just be like, well, where are you going? He's like, I'm getting out here. And I'd be like, you want to come? I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Let's let's go do the legendary Bill Murray show that I'm always hearing about. And you're like, all right, cool. He'll yeah. hand me a bicycle they... helmet and, uh, you know, a jump rope and uh, we'll just go. You have this all planned. You have it all planned out, right? No, you, no, no, you can't plan it. became a fantasy. It was wonderful. What are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? Well, we should go wherever the day takes us, Bill Murray. You're damn right we should. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. you've you've thought about this before, Corey, haven't you? You've been a long game. game. Yeah. In reality, you've been along. Me, like, staring at him expectantly yeah. the entire yeah. cab ride. <laughs> well, I felt that. I but I will say I don't. The answer to this always bothers me because I don't think that there's anybody who you could tolerate. You know, like eventually, even your heroes would kind of reveal themselves to be bad. I bet Bill Murray could hold it together for 15 minutes and not disappoint. I would say that that's a, a, one of the better answers we've had. I think so. All right, true. You know what I mean? You're not gonna try to like if you like somebody else, they're gonna annoy you after a while, and you're like, oh, I wish I never would have had that taxi ride with. Rachel Marks or whoever, but yeah, I think Bill Murray would hold it together. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's a good one. People wouldn't be say dull. Things like, what's that? It would not be dull. No, it wouldn't be dull. Yeah. But people always, people always say things like, you know, Jesus Christ, and you think, can you imagine that? You know, you'd be like, I'm going to open the window. Don't open the window because the the you know the air is bad out there. All right, well, I'm I'm going to have I'm going to have a you know a, a meat stick. Don't eat the meat. Because it might be, would you fuck off, Jesus? I'm trying to relax. I just said, you know, Bill Murray. <laughs> well, you know, Murray. Oh, Jesus. You know, You're way shorter and blacker like, than I thought you'd be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could have yeah. gone with something like, you know, um, you know, JFK. But, you know, it would just be like yeah. one minute it'd be like, okay, who really shot you? And then he'd tell me. And it'd be like, yeah. so yeah. that that Cuban Missile Crisis, right? Mm, yeah, that was rough. <laughs> Well, that's yeah. what I mean. And then he'd be like rolling down the window and trying to pack the frogs <laughs> yeah, exactly. and say, "Hey, how's it going?" Well, like, huh. probably, yeah. probably would be like Mr. hiding Mr. on the President, floor. Get back in here. He'd be hiding on the floor of the cab. I suspect the whole fucking way. Exactly. He will never sit upright in a car again. He's just on <laughs> the floor. Exactly. What are you doing down there, man? <laughs> oh, Kennedy. Yeah. Get up, oh, man. I'm not ignoring you. you I'm not ignoring you. I just can't keep no, staring at that head wound. Gotta stay back down here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, okay, open a shop now. Any kind of shop you like. What, what, what would you open? Uh, 
don't know, like sandwich shop, something like that, maybe. <laughs> a sandwich shop? You and your what? You and your cold what? food? I want sushis and sandwiches. <laughs> a sandwich shop in the brilliant article. I will have shop. you know that you can touch sandwiches you if you want to. No, any shop in the world you want, you want to open a sandwich shop. <laughs> you can eat up sushi, too. It becomes Lovely. fish and chips. It's delicious. Fucking all right, all right, fine. I will play your game. Any shop I want in the world, huh? I'm going to open a magic shop. I'm not talking about where you, like, get no, cards no. and, like, top hats. I mean, real magic, shop. where you can actually no, no. buy magic. <laughs> Like, yeah. You're going to a sandwich now, shop. Well, if we're talking fantasy it. here, I can open any shop I want in the world. I mean, just open a shop of magic. Oh, here, you, know, you want some magic? You want a magic? Bring sandwich. in your normal, regular, boring horse, and I'll make it a magic horse, and I'll charge everybody $500,000. Yeah. The, the guy who runs the magic shop stepped outside for a smoke and turned into a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Because I can do that. <laughs> He's going to burn down his furniture because he fucking hates it. Oh, yeah, I, I turned, <laughs> I turned <laughs> into a dragon magic shop. to go hang out with Bill Murray because he only likes me when I'm a dragon. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Oh, I would live in this world. You, you've created a better world than average. Join me, yeah, won't sure. you? Take my hand. <laughs> question for you. One one last right. and very important question. Remember, it's only the two of us. <laughs> Mara is not listening. What does oh, love... she is. Oh, no, she is. So be careful. What does love mean to you? You don't have to be careful. You just be honest. What uh, does love mean to you? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's a tough one, obviously. Um, I've heard a lot mm-hmm. of people give a variety of answers with that one. Um, I think uh, it's, it's a conceptual idea, but it's a very real force, too. I mean, I'm going to kind of break away from like the romantic love thing and just kind of my feeling of it is it's a, just kind of a force, you know, a force in the universe that, um, that guides people, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a lack of love can, can, uh, can guide people down dark paths and, and, uh, you know, desire for it can make people want to be better people. Um, I think it's uh, in a relationship, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's something that kind of brings two people together, but to, to keep it there, you know, you got to make choices every day to make sure it's uh, ignited and well cared for and stuff. You know, it's certainly not something yeah. that uh, just comes to you and sits in your lap, you know, it's out there and you just got to grab onto it or not. Um, I don't know. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. God damn, you nailed it, dragon. You know, something to do with dragons, too, right? Dragons. You nailed it, dragon. Just for you. Oh, dear. The dragons are back. The dragons. No, that's a good answer. You know, I don't know how. I don't know if you even asked me that question, Dom, when you talked to me, but I don't know how I would answer. I mean, love, it just... Love is, is, I mean, I don't know what it means. Even. <laughs> I mean, it's so big, isn't it? It's so huge. But you, you answered incredibly well. That's what you answered. I heard uh, in a song once that it won't hurt you, yeah. won't hurt you no more. What <laughs> is, is love? Right? Baby, won't hurt you. I'm moving my head. Well, uh-huh. Very good. Mind. So that's oh, very different. Where's the table royalty rights for that? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like, no, it was very I like that. Singing, singing on the podcast is 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 actually yeah. 
the last thing you have to. I think you're being very generous calling that singing. That was you're like you're a moaning, a kind maybe. man. <laughs> you're a kind uh, man, yeah. <laughs> well, very nice. Really, very nice. You know, uh, Nigel is, you know, the, the guy from Foreigner or whatever who just wants to know what love is and wants someone to show him. I do, I do. And I, I want someone to tell me. Show me. <laughs> yeah. oh, show me. You see, I don't even know the lyrics. Your voice is so raspy. I'm useless with lyrics, by the way. I can't. Can you sing, Corey? Have you got a good singing voice? Um, it's okay. I mean, I used to be a band, in a band when I was younger, and so I sang quite a bit. But I don't know if I did it well, but I did do it. I was like, yeah, I don't uh, heard of them. They were called Ninety Eight Degrees. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> You outed me, Don. You outed me. You you said you wouldn't bring this up. <laughs> well, no, I was really just embarrassed at like how like slick you were being about it. Like, no, no, I don't sing. I mean, I was in a band and I was the lead singer, but no, I <laughs> yeah, I don't really do. Well, I don't know how good I was. I I did the guy from <laughs> Foreigner's Voice and everything. What was the band called? I want to know what the band was called. Uh, our band was called Shimmer. Shimmer. Yeah, from back in the Shimmer. '90s, we we were uh, we were playing and, and active. Um, Shout out to Shimmer Steak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Shimmer Steak is right in there. The Shimmer Steak, I think. That was my band, man. Minus the steak. <laughs> right, Shimmer. Very good. And you were the yeah. singer. Is that what you were? You were the singer in the band, or did you play an instrument? I played guitar and sang. Oh, you did. Very yeah, good. I was a double threat. Very cool. Yeah, you were. Right. <laughs> I was in a band called. I was in a band. I can't sing. I mean, like if if ISIS put a gun to my head and said sing, I'd say fucking shoot because I can't even stand my own voice. <laughs> but um, I, I was in a I was in a band called Torpid Liver, which I was also, the, the but the best thing about our band was the name Torpid Liver. None, none mm-hmm. one could play any instruments, and I couldn't sing. We're kind of like a punk band. What are you talking about? as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody played the instruments. Got, nobody could sing. We just had a really angry name. Yeah, that's, that's all you need. There you go. <laughs> People used to yeah. come watch us and go, right, you've got, you've got, you're like really different, aren't you? I'm like, no, we're fucking different, yeah, aren't we? You're really different. <laughs> I've never heard anything like it. No, you've never heard anything like it. <laughs> so. <laughs> but you never will again if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah. Unbelievable. Right. Totally Stand on stage and weeks. snarl at the audience. Look at them with disgust. Our knickers in the audience to think, and we didn't. I mean, they were dirty. We just didn't bother watching them. We couldn't bother the laundry. It's just two dirty knickers in the audience. Anyway, listen. I, I digress hugely, and um, we, Corey, thank you so. You, we've kept you more than an hour, as we always do with people, because they've had such a lovely time. I know, but we had a lovely time. Thank you so much. So well, much for having us tonight. Oh, it's been a pleasure. It's been fabulous. I've really enjoyed it. I know Don has as well. Whatever he oh. says. And um, <laughs> and uh, no, we've we, had a great. We kind of missed the part you. though, where we were going to talk about like tits and gambling and stuff like that, though. We we'll didn't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's well, the, I'm uh, trying to avoid that, really. Yeah, that's <laughs> the after show. I'm yeah, already the, the car. The after show. We're going to play some poker. Yeah. We're going to talk about fantasy football. We're yeah, talking about exactly. kitties, all of it, guy stuff. <laughs> kitties, did you say kitties? Yes, we we also kitties. Yep, I said kitties. Yes, uh, we're gonna play poker, podcast. talk about muscle cars, and kitties. Chats, fantastic, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Because we got you know, we've got a you know a good rating. Um, so thank you very much, Corey. Thank you very much, Cortronic. Uh, go look Cortronic up on Twitter. Um, 
and uh, you'll find him there. Don, thank you very much um, for being uh, Don and, and, and myself, Nigel. We thank you all for being our guests tonight and listening in. And uh, if you're in the chat room, thank you for joining us. And if you're streaming or uh, downloading and listening to us, we love that, and we, we really appreciate you giving us your time during the week. So thank you very much for doing that. Um, we'll be back next week with another UCAI. Um, we'll let you know who the guest is during the week, as we normally do. Look out for those tweets. In the meantime, Corey, again, thank you very much. Uh, Don no and I uh, will see you all next week. Corey, hang on there while I stop the uh, while I end the recording. We'll have a quick chat before you go. That's the after hours mm-hmm. bit. Which, if you're in the chat room, you're here. Other than that, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us, and have a good week. Visit.